hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 117. Today, we're going to talk all about cord cutting. What is it? How do we do it? And why we would do something like that. Um, I'm seeing a lot of that stuff on social media, so I thought it was a pertinent topic that I feel like we need to discuss. But first, let's do some smoke clearing. I'm using mugwort today, just kind of feeling it. (laughs) So no real reason why, I just decided that's what I wanted to use. All right, so doing my mic and the computer and me. My whole area pretty much. I do this every time I get online and I highly recommend that if you go online and do like live videos or if you're just online a lot, even if you're not the one, you know, doing the live videos, I highly recommend that you smoke cleanse everything first um, and afterwards. Now we're going to go ahead and I'm going to pull a card from the Spellcasting Oracle deck. And this will be our card of the week. Hands don't want to shuffle. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to cut three times. Don't know why. One, two, three. Here's our card. Ooh, it is the inspiration card. The imagery is absolutely beautiful in this card. If you have the deck, you get you know what I'm talking about. It is this beautiful woman. She's naked. I mean, you can't tell. She, yeah, you can tell she's naked. But anyway, she, she has this beautiful golden glow coming from her solar plexus and sh- sacral area, as well as like this beautiful like crown basically of gold and um, yellow energy. And then she has her hand is extended and this little ball of energy is is in it so I feel like this is our week to channel the creative things um do the art sing the music um dance whatever your creative outlet is this is the week to pour some energy into it if you have been feeling less than oh excited about life um less passionate about the things that you normally um are passionate about one please um do kind of a a check with yourself and go am I depressed do I need to see a therapist (laughs) if you're if the answer is no or if you really feel like you don't need to then to empower and clear blocks from our solar plexus and sacral chakras we go out and get in the sun um soak up some of that solar energy you can eat citrus fruits to help nurture that area as well as some spicy foods (laughs) um do the things that you love like if you can think of one thing that makes you inspired do that today do that this week but nurture your creativity and inspiration um, this week. I feel like it's going to be, have a nice payoff for you. Okay, so before I get started, I want to ask you all, how was your full moon, the super moon, the super pink one? It wasn't actually pink, but I mean, that's what it's called. Um, I want to know how it affected you. I am seeing a lot of varying um 
experiences, especially in the coven and in our groups. I am seeing a lot of people say that it was traumatic. It um, made a lot of uh, past trauma bubble to the surface. A lot of people having a really hard time with this energy. And I feel like this full moon was our push, our push. If you haven't dealt with something you really need to put some energy into or have been putting something off, if you have um, been pushing down emotions that that need to be healed, kind of compartmentalizing, ah, coming from the queen of compartmentalizing, I, I understand that, but um, this was the full moon to draw it all out and make you face it. Um, to put it in front of us and say, this is your trauma, this is your baggage, whatever you want to call it, your shadow, um, what do you want to do about it? I think that's what this moon um, did for a lot of people, including myself. I was forced to look at relationships I need to put some forgiveness into, um, and forgiveness for myself for not handling things the way that, you know, present me feels like it should have been handled. Um, I dealt with a lot of that last night. So if any of you are feeling that way, like I said before, if, if you really feel like this is outside the scope of, um, outside the scope of your ability to cope with, please, 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 please talk to your doctor, go see a therapist, reach out to a friend or family, that sort of thing. Um, aside from that, to help you heal, you can start doing meditating, 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 meditating. Okay. It doesn't have to be a purposeful one other than peace. It doesn't have to be like another, you know, shadow work meditation, but putting that into your, your practice, your daily schedule can help soothe your energy and still your mind. Um, it definitely helps with coping with things like this. You can also get some energy work done by a reputable, um, Reiki practitioner. Um, you could do, you know, do some self-care, uh, and self-love stuff. Go get a massage, go to the chiropractor, if that's what your thing is. Um, do the things that you need to do to heal your physical and energetic body, but do it with an intent to heal. So when I go to the chiropractor, it's not just to get my back cracked. It's to heal the physical body as well as the energetic reasons for my back being, you know, misaligned, that sort of thing. So definitely pour some energy into healing and recovering this week. I know, I just feel, I feel so bad um, for those of you who had a negative experience or a very rough experience with this full moon. Um, I went outside, I planned on being naked, but it was cold, <laughs> so that didn't happen. But I did get to go outside and I used my giant cauldron that Brad got me when we were up in South Dakota. I got to use it for the first time outside and it was so cool. I've got a little bit of it on my Instagram story. If you're on Instagram, um, and I just, I had this beautiful, um, incense blend that I made for releasing and also for protection because when I release, I feel like I'm vulnerable. So I added a couple of herbs in there to help protect me while I'm doing my spiritual work. Um, I went outside my house. It's just out in my front yard next to the, one of my favorite trees. And I just popped in some earbuds, um, I put the cauldron in front of me, like, so I was getting all of the smoke that the wind was pushing, and I was just breathing it in and vibing with some beautiful meditation music, just getting in that mood where 
I was able to release and I released, I cried. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of purging of emotions that I've been bottling up and it was cool. My husband came out and laid down and watched the stars with me and asked how to release or how I release, which is like, like blew my mind because he doesn't normally ask about how I do do my thing and so he spent like a good 20 minutes out there laying on the grass and just looking at the stars with me which was such a beautiful way to spend spend this full moon so I so appreciate him and love him so much (laughs) for wanting to participate in my witchy shit (laughs) so if any of you are having issues please 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 seek help ask a friend for help go talk to somebody okay I know this was a very heavy energy that happened so um yeah all right lit is let's get into cord cutting because honestly this is kind of pertinent to the cycle that we're in like if you are having a hard time purging and releasing cord cutting may be something that you can do to help start that healing process this is not an easy button this is not oh I did a cord cutting and I'm beautiful and fine and my energy is great and everything's perfect no no it's not an easy button but it is something that can help you so when scrolling through social media I often see references and posts about cord cutting and I was thinking we should talk about that (laughs) most of the posts I see are spells and rituals to get over a relationship using cord cutting or to sever some kind of partnership you know interaction There are many more uses for cord cutting than romantic issues, and I want to talk about that today. So what is a cord cutting? Right? What is it? It's a method of energetic cleansing to remove connections to energetic sources that are no longer serving your highest good or are negative. Um, By removing energetic connections, we free ourselves and make space to heal and replenish our energetic bodies. I know that's kind of a mouthful, (laughs) but that's what it is. I'll talk about different methods in a minute, but what is an energetic cord? Those are connections we make through human interactions, past experiences, past lives, um, spells and rituals that we do, hexes, spells and rituals that are done against or for us, and even physical things like houses, objects, and even social media pages and apps. Think of walking down the mall and it's super busy. You will pass many people with all kinds of varying energetic state, energetic states. So say that someone bumps into you and glares. That could create an energetic connection. That person could start thinking about you and how pissed they were that you guys bumped or whatever. Or maybe you're thinking, what an asshole, they bumped into me. That's a pretty random example, but you get the idea. Like that in itself could create an energetic connection. Our childhood homes are often filled with trauma experiences, and that is one common connection that I highly recommend cutting in order to start healing. Not to fix it, but to start your healing process. Of course, yes, relationships that go bad or are toxic or are abusive, they are definitely um, a candidate for a cord cutting situation as well. Um. I want to talk about one of my own experiences so that you can understand that this can happen to anybody. One of the deepest um, and most reoccurring 
um, chords that I have had to deal with was to a very manipulative and toxic spiritual teacher. I think at the beginning of the podcast, I may have mentioned this experience, but I really don't talk about it much because I don't want to put energy into it. But I want to share this with you so that you understand what can happen in worst case scenario. So this person used psychological methods to create an almost cult-like environment for their followers. This was like a, a metaphysical business where they sold crystals and, you know, herbs and incense and oils and all kinds of stuff, as well as taught. They, they taught a lot of classes and had a bunch of different things that you could buy into. Um, products they sold were spelled with energy to create a need for more so that the customers would keep coming back even if they didn't actually enjoy or want or could afford the products. The live videos were an opportunity for this person to leech off their followers to gain energy and power. Whisperings from employees of darker rituals and offerings of followers' energy was one of the things that really, like, shocked me and opened my eyes and made me question what's going on. And, of course, I figured out all the stuff about the spelling the products and leeching off live videos, that kind of thing. I found that, found all this out after the fact. Um... So it, it just, I started, I started questioning things and then I started hearing about employees talking about late night rituals and things like that, which seems so, <laughs> it seems so witchy cliche, like a, an evil witch type movie, but this was legit. Um, yeah. So I admit I was deep into their trance. I bought items from them that put my financial situation at risk, participated in group rituals that looking back I realized were just us being her offerings to what she was working with to gain power. Um, my mental health was plummeting. My physical health also took a nosedive. I was lost. I was depressed. I cried myself to sleep most nights and I didn't even know why. I felt like I was you know, a decently experienced witch at that time. And I still, I fell victim to the smoke and mirrors that this teacher used. So it can happen to anyone. And believing that it couldn't happen to you is putting yourself at risk. Now, I don't want to like tell you to run around being paranoid about all the connections that you make, but look for the warning signs, you know? Um, I know some other people that were involved in this group got it way worse than me. There were some people that spent, you know, $10,000 a year on this person's witchy wares and you know at the end of their <laughs> cycle where they were realized something was wrong they were like financially ruined um so this was a very serious thing and honestly this connection will pop up randomly years after this experience it will it will come up it will come up in a dream um some of her current followers will um pop up in my life that I've never met before but through social media you can see that they're connected to them and try to suck me back in which I never would do but it's annoying that it keeps popping up so I don't put much energy into it. I block those that are um, involved with this person and I just don't, I don't deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I do deal with it, but I don't put any energy or allow anybody to make personal connections to me that are still attached to that. I, it's, it is what it is. It's a cult. Um, so anyway, because I was depressed and almost manic, I did a cord cutting at some point. 
a general one, just asking that all connections were severed, that were negative or hurting me in any way. Um, I worked with a specific deity for this and it was like a switch was flipped and the glamour was gone. I saw the whole situation for what it was and I left their following like immediately. It took years to remove the claws from my energetic body and um, it, honestly it, it caused some emotional damage as well that I worked through in therapy of course but it sucked and you know I realized that I went through that because I was vulnerable at the time. I really wanted to belong to something. I'm out here in the middle of freaking nowhere and I don't have very many friends that are open to what I do or what I am. So at the time I was like, oh my gosh, this is my people. Um, and it was the, the, the connections that I made that were genuine, I still have. Um, there was a bunch of us that got out of this, I mean, it is what it is. It's a cult. We got out and we still are very close friends. We share experiences that we have spiritually and we have each other's back because we went through something very traumatic for each of us. And each of us lost something, um, through that, that ordeal that we went through that, you know, we try to get back and it's just taking forever. <laughs> Um, so uh, anyway, I don't want, this is not a poor me. This is a, it can happen to anyone. Okay. This is also why I always say, do your own research, do what you feel right, feel is right. And don't always follow what I say, because these are just my experiences and my opinions. So I really tried to, to, to instill in everybody that listens and that's in my groups that you should do your own research. You should trust your gut. <laughs> don't say, don't take everything I say for the, you know, the golden truth because I am a human and I am fallible and we shouldn't base our entire spirituality on the teachings of one person, which is what I did. I changed the way I thought about my craft according to the way this person taught and their following and that was, it like robbed me of my individual identity at the time. And I don't want that to happen to any of you that listen or then part of the groups or in the coven. Like I love you guys and I love that you um, interact and that you are extremely loyal. I love you for that. But I do want you just to, to, if I ever say anything that you're like, well, shit, that don't make sense or that doesn't feel right. Trust your gut. For you, it might not be right. It might be something that you don't want to do or you shouldn't do. Um, so anyway, that was my public surface announcement there. <laughs> so how do we cut cords? Let's start with, um, one method uh, that is, it's just using meditation. It isn't always spells and rituals to remove cords. You can use guided meditations that walk you through the process step-by-step. If you are a visually centered person and like when you read, you can see the book play out like a, like a movie. This would be a super good um, method that would work, pr probably work really well for you. I do this at least once a month and I do it using a guided meditation and I do it more than once a month if I can remember. <laughs> Live videos and social media presence is a good reason to cut cords and cut cords often. Um, a, even if you're not the one doing the live videos and showing your face, you're still connected. So um, I'll link some of my favorite meditations in the show notes and in my groups so that you guys can try them out if you want to. Another way is to ask or pray to your deity or an archangel to remove the cords. And there's some meditations to do that as well. But this is a belief in deity specific 
modality. So if you honor a deity or work with angels, this would be something that you'd need to research yourself. I often work with Hecate to remove cords. Um, that's just my personal preference. This method, method, not method, this method could be a ritual, prayer, incantation, or you can work with spells um, to, to do the same thing and use um, or honor your deity while you're doing it. Then there's the stuff you're going to see on social media, which are, which is like the two candles with the, the cord that binds them together and they're burning. And there's so fucking many of those those um, videos on like TikTok. TikTok's my like, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> but anyway, so it is, it is a method that's effective if you have a specific target or source of the cord that you're wanting to sever. Um, if, it, if it is a person, you don't need to know the name of the target and there are spells for severing a cord for an unknown source of negativity or somebody that's kind of leeching off of you. So it is a good spell, but it's not always needed for to use for like relationship stuff. And I feel like social media has portrayed a cord cutting in that manner as like the easy thing. Like, oh, I'm good now. I'm not, I don't miss my ex anymore. Trauma healed. I'm, my cords are cut and it's good to go. No, that's a start. It's a start. Cutting your energetic cord is a start. And then you need to do the rest of the work to heal from whatever you went through. And you also need to do the mundane things. Don't text that person. Don't don't have them on social media. Block them. If you see them in public, go the other way. Like you don't need to be, if you're going to cut cords, then cut all physical um, and, you know, web-related um, cords as well. So you can't just do one thing and not do the other. So if you do a cord cutting and you're constantly texting your ex, it's not going to work. <laughs> Sorry, but that's not going to work. So what are some symptoms associated with having a cord that is leaching energy or affecting you negatively? Chronic fatigue, frequent head headaches, behaviors that are beyond the scope of your normal behaviors. So if you're normally a super frugal, like, really penny pincher type um, person with your finances and all of a sudden you're spending shitloads of money on things, th that's beyond the scope of your normal behavior. Increased rage, sadness, depression, etc. Those are some of the signs to watch for as well. So anything that is not you, it's not you and it's not um, a positive thing. <laughs> as with any type of energetic work, please make sure you're looking at the mundane reasons for your symptoms. Check with your doctor if you're experiencing any of these symptoms First, I did seek out my doctor when I realized I was having uh, episodes. I was behaving outside the scope of my normal personality. Um, I do have lupus, so that explains some of my physical symptoms, and I am now treating it. But when I started doing a cart, started doing cord cuttings regularly um, at that particular target um, and their entire empire, my physical symptoms reduced as well as my emotional and energetic symptoms. So it's definitely um, something that you should think about doing. I want to talk about what to do after a cord cutting. Like it's not an easy button. It doesn't just fix itself. So you may have some emotional purge or releasing afterwards. So please make sure you have a friend or family member to talk to about it and ask for help if you need it. Cords are attached to our emotions, and so when we sever that, we may feel alone or isolated, and that is not a fun thing to feel, so make sure you have somebody. You may feel the cords release in a physical way. I feel the cords pull out of my body, and it can be very uncomfortable. I'm a physical medium, 
So I think that has something to do with why I feel it physically. But I take a salt bath or a, or foot soak afterwards as well um, as eat and drink something. That's very important. There's a reason why like all the old books talk about pagans drinking cakes and ales, you know, or eating cakes and drinking ale after a ritual. It's because it helps ground you. I um, also do Reiki on myself as well as a meditation where I'm balancing and empowering my energetic body, like a chakra balancing meditation or something like that. Go outside, soak up some solar and lunar energy to empower, balance, and replenish your energy if you can. Recharge your protection wards for your space and property afterwards, as well as personal protection methods like wearing an amulet, bubbling up, wearing crystals, oils, whatever that is for you. And do the self-care. Do all the self-care, recovery, rest, recognize when your body needs a rest, when your emotions need a rest. Um, Being self-aware is my number one tip for pretty much anything in the spiritual and metaphysical world. So meditate so that you can clear your mind and then be self-aware so you can recognize signs and symptoms of things that are not quite normal and then you'll catch these cords before they do too much damage. And this episode could be like hours long because there are herbs to work with to release and help do uh, cord cuttings. There are oils, there are crystals. There are so many different supporting tools that you can use in your practice while you do a cord cutting, but this is going to be very specific to your practice. Um, I can tell you that I love to use white willow bark. I like to use um, rosemary. I use uh, some resins to also, like I make a big releasing, um, uh, my mind is going blank right now, (laughs) incense mix. So I have a bunch of loose herbs and resins that I will mix together. And that's what I poured into or on top of my hot, um, the hot burning uh, coals last night so that I could really feel and help the herb, like the herbs could help me and empower me to release. So those are going to be specific to you. Like whatever things you like to use to release, I would highly recommend you go with what feels right for you. I didn't use any um, essential oils in my incense, but I did drip some on top of like my candle that I had. It didn't really stay lit very long because the wind was up pretty good for a little bar- little part of my, my time outside, but I did drip a little bit of essential oils around the top of my of my candle. And I use that method that J. Allen Cross was talking about in some of his videos that he has online um, that I poked a hole, like three holes in the top of my candle, like with like a toothpick. And I poured the essential oils inside of there. So like a drop in each hole is what I did. So um, I like that. I'd never done that before. And I really like that because it, it made it kind of permanent. It wasn't like dripping down the side of my candle. It went in the hole, stayed there. <laughs> it was nice and neat. So I did do that. And oils that I like to use to release are a lot of the mint families. I love to use frankincense just to hide the, you know, high heighten the vibe of what I'm doing and the energy around me. But that's also going to be something super specific for you. Um, I use smoky quartz to do just about anything. <laughs> but I used smoky quartz to help me focus on filtering out the shit energy that I need to release. And I also, for some reason, I've been dreaming about blue and uh, purple fluorite. So I actually wore some jewelry pieces with that. And 
always, when I do any ritual spell, anything, I always well my protection, wear my protection amulet. Um, mine is a little garnet locket. Man, my voice is going. <clears throat> a garnet locket that I got from um, Calum's shop, um, the, the poison palm. So, and it has an herb inside of it. It has one of my poison plants uh, pieces inside of it to protect me while I'm doing my spiritual work. Oh, before I forget, we are doing um, a book club now in the WW Coven. And our first book is going to be American Brujeria by J. Allen Cross. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back a few episodes and listen to that. He talks all about his new book and it's fascinating. So we are doing that one in the book club. I have a Coven member, Jenna, who is leading the book club and I think our first meeting is going to be May 15th because his book comes out on May 1st you can buy it now it's all it's available for pre-order right now um I went to books a million to order mine but you can go wherever books are sold <laughs> and get and get your copy um but that's what we're going to do first it's going to be all books when we do this is going to be one month long and then I'm trying to get um, lining up some authors to speak about their books in the coven um, with us so that we can ask questions about their book. And J. Allen Cross has volunteered to talk to the coven at the end of our at the end of our month and answer questions about his book. I'm super excited for that. I'm so happy that he and grateful that he offered that. And I hope to continue that tradition with the books that we read. Hopefully I can get the authors um, to come into the group and talk to talk to all the coven members about how they how they the process to for their book, why they wrote it and, and answer any questions from coven members. Uh, Beltane is coming up uh, on the first, so I wanted to remind you that I have done an episode on Beltane. I believe I called it the Horny Holiday, <laughs> so look for the episode from a few years ago that says the Horny Holiday. I'll probably link that in the groups um, and on um, in, in on my Instagram stories, probably, so that you know um, where to find it. But I think I called it the Horny Holiday, so just look past my in the, my past episodes around May 1st and you'll find it. Um, but as a lot of information about Beltane, some history, how to celebrate, all that good stuff. It's one of my favorite holidays. Favorite holidays. <laughs> so um, definitely try to look into that and it'll give you lots of information. And what else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I hope that the full moon did not um mess you up too bad i hope that you can spend the rest of the week doing a little recouping and recovery so until next time stay witchy bye-bye